And it's uh, we're camping in Agua Bay. John's asleep across the trailer. You'll be able to hear him breathing over there. And uh, I've got a little flimsy cover. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. <laughs> I may be I may be migrating back over to be sleeping beside John later. <laughs> but yes, so we're in the trailer. It's about what twenty to eleven at night. It's totally dark. Not sure if it's gonna rain tomorrow or tonight or not. So thought we'd try doing a little little cold casting. <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm not quite sure what to say. I'm kind of Cold? <laughs> but, yeah, cold and quiet. Cold and quiet. Not really that's pretty much the story of your life, isn't it? Thank you. Cold and quiet, yeah, yeah, that's me. Well, cold and loud is really you, but uh, thank you. And I mean emotionally cold, if that's not clear. <laughs> if that's nice. not clear enough for the listeners. So, yes, people we're, will start uh, Start talking. People analyzing are talking. us. Oh, people are. People have already written PhD dissertations about us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tons of them. Mostly sociologists, so it's completely Probably uh, some kind of. Uh, a content analysis of uh, Canadian amateur podcasting and how it affects uh, <laughs> colonialism in this. Uh, Maybe there are some people like in some remote corner of the earth talking about us. The earth's round. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> of course. Um, but yes, so anyway, we're here. It's late August, last camping trip. Maybe going home tomorrow, we don't know. Yeah, I think because well, it's supposedly the weather's going to be shitty. Weather's going to be shitty basically tomorrow and the next day. So it's nice right now, except for this. It's like minus fifty. But it's sunny and cold. That's okay. But rainy and cold. No, if it's rainy and cold, we pack up. We hitch the trailer up and drive home. (laughs) But so far, it's uh, like it's cold right now. Like it's. I check the temperature and the, the thing in the car, like the like the thermometer or whatever in the car, the reading, and it's in 13, but there's no fucking way it's 13. It's about 4. No. Okay, it's 10. Okay, it's 8. It's about 8. It's single digits, though. There's no way this is double-digit uh, level temperatures right now. Mm. And, uh, like, my ears are cold. My mm. nose is cold. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's chilly. And, uh... Went and went for a little hike today to the down the Agua Canyon, which was pretty cool. It's actually pretty amazing. <sighs> Excuse me. And uh, really enjoyed that. I thought it was uh, it was just great to see, you know, like everything there and all the just to think of all the people that had walked there before, kind of thing. 
Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Enjoyed that. Yeah. And, uh... The trail is nice. It's got, like, steps, sort of. Yeah. Between... I was wondering how, how hard they, like, did they really build that? Did they, like, make an effort to... Some some of it you can tell that... They've kind of activated, they've, they've yeah. They put some asphalt in, in some... Well, some stones and some... Spots yeah. to uh, solidify, you know, some areas. In other parts, it was almost like it was natural steps, like... Yeah. ...of rock. But there were actual warnings saying, be careful, people have died here. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally twice in a row. Uh, so that was something. Yeah, because at the bottom, that's where you have to go to to go see the wall with... With, with the, the pictographs. Yeah. pictographs, and... And there's water there, and sometimes the waves are really, really strong, and oh yeah, they can take people away. No, that's big water out there, and that's uh, mm-hmm. that'll, you know, that's almost ocean-like, as the virtual youper knows, in Copper Harbor, Michigan, where the streets are lined with fudge, and uh, two uh, is it one campsite down? Yes, one comes campsite down. There are people that on the back of their trailer it says Youper. Yeah. So they're for the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. So I took a picture of that. I'll be sending that to him over Twitter. Oh. <laughs> so I figure my my assumption is they're just fans of his podcast. I, I think they're. Yeah. They're probably just from Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, obviously, but because no one's a fan of his, but but yeah. still, um, and. Uh, be nice to your friends. He's a perfect... He knows I'm kidding. He knows I'm kidding. And, uh... What else we do today? We had, uh... I eat more than... I eat so much when we go camping. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. I'm just not used to eating this much. Yeah, well... The meals are the events of the day. Yeah, sort of. But I mean, I'm not used to eating a big breakfast and then eating a big lunch and then eating a big supper. <laughs> it's just not a thing that I do. And being outside gives you a big appetite. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really for me. It just, it's just like, well, it was dinner time. May as well cook dinner. Like we didn't eat till like eight thirty. Mm-hmm. But we ate lunch at like three o'clock. So campfire pizza, and of course my famous new newly new, new, newly famous campfire panzerotti. Hmm. Yeah. Which I just invented. It was very yummy. They were good. They were good. And, uh... Yeah, so I was looking up there and saw a lot of stars and that, so right now it's clear. So hopefully it'll hold off tomorrow. Yeah, hopefully. And we won't have to pack, you know, tear down in the rain. Mm-hmm. We've... T- we've oh, excuse me, Christ. We've certainly torn down in wet weather, but never actually in driving rain. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. If it's driving rain, we're sitting in here till it's not driving rain. Like, yeah, I'm, I know. Yeah, I know. We're perfectly dry in here. I can I can watch the winds of war on my iPad for Christ's sakes. We got yeah. electricity. We got running water. Yes, for sure. But yeah, yeah, it's our last trip out though, probably because we always threaten to go in September, like on a on a whim on a vacation on a weekend, but we never do. It's always too hectic, right? Yeah. and... It's time to get everybody sort of... And us. Ready. Yeah. 
we go in school mode and yeah exactly yeah exactly but yeah it's coming September's coming god damn it <laughs> Mm-hmm. But nothing you can do about that, really. Damn time, what with it passing and all. School's starting Tuesday for Jonathan? That's right. Yeah, and then we start up the following Monday. Yeah. Which I thought was Tuesday for some reason, so I, one of my course outlines was all buggered, so I did redo the whole fucking thing. But. Such is life. Mm-hmm. You'll be teaching three courses. Three in the fall, two in the winter, yeah? Mm. I usually do two and three, not three and two, so this will be a little bit different. Because I'm not used to jumping in there. Oh, excuse me, ever since we got to only do three classes a, a term, or sorry, five classes a year, um, I never, uh, I always do two and three, not three and two. So... I used to sort of ease into the fall, but this will be different. Mm-hmm. I got three in there. Two of them have final exams and big papers, and they all have papers. But uh, so yeah, it'll be different. It's Maddie's uh, thesis year, so it's her fourth year. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, it should be one hell of a year. So we should say good night. Should probably say good night. We can pick this up. Maybe tomorrow on the road, or tomorrow if we're still here, or whatever. Yeah. So everyone sleep well. I'll put in some nice interlude sleeping music. Perhaps uh, <laughs> Mr. Sandman by Gob would be good. <laughs> it's a little little punk rock version of a 40s song. Maybe I'll do that. Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Make him the cutest that I've ever seen. Give him two lips like roses and clover Then tell him that his lonesome nights are over Sandman, I'm so alone Don't have nobody to call my own Please turn on your magic beam Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream Mr. Sandman Be here like Pat the Wolfman, Mr. Salmon, someone to dread, someone who's creepy and after my head. So please turn on your magic beam, Mr. Salmon, bring us, please, 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 Mr. Salmon, bring us a
And then we're back both from a little interlude that you had there where we were freezing in the trailer. <laughs> um, and we're back from our camping trip. It's a week, over a week later. Uh, it's Saturday. only a week later? Yeah, well, a week and a half. A week and a couple days. Like that was what, that was the Wednesday night, the 28th? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm. Right? Not that long ago. So. And we still have some of the wood left from the from the, the camping, so. Mm. Sitting in the backyard burning it as we do. And uh It's um it's a chilly night, but it's a pretty night, oh, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's very calm. It's very windy today, but it seems to calm down at night usually, so. And it's quite a full moon, but it's quite a moon. I have a nice tea. I have Perno and Fresca. And, uh, yeah, I guess maybe next weekend we'll put the trailer down for good. Yeah. Get everything out of there we need. There's pots and pans in there that I actually use during the winter. There's the Keurig machine that we uh, take camping that I, we had put in the office during the winter. <laughs> the kettle, which we forgot last year, and someone said, where's the kettle? I said, I think it's in the trailer. <laughs> and it was already covered in snow. Yeah. So, <coughs> excuse me, we'll see what else is in there. Got to do a bunch of other stuff like that. Need to get the uh, sheets out. You know, though we left them in there all for two years. Just clean them when we need them. Need them clean, so probably just leave them there. Um, and I have to get a piece of weather stripping to fix something on the on the the door that when it's folded down. Yeah, there's a piece of weather stripping that but wrecked, got wrecked. So okay. I, I just have to buy regular rep weather stripping. So. This is compelling radio for all the <laughs> listeners hearing about the weather. By the way, I need weather stripping. Let me say that again: weather stripping. Uh, so you can hear At it. At least it's a, it's an exciting word, stripping. <laughs> well, I don't know. The, uh, oh yeah, the song I played between us. Remember I said I'd, I'd played Mr. Sandman? Mm-hmm. If I did, I played Mr. Sandman by Gob. Okay. Have you ever heard that version? Yeah, I think I have yeah. heard it. About 10 or 11 years ago, I was really into Gob, and I listened to a lot of Gob. So, um, so John's had a week back at school. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't start up till Monday. Yeah. So I start teaching Monday, and you have classes, and you're teaching a class. How many classes are you taking? I'm going to take two classes, but I'll also audit um, a class on Monday nights. Oh, okay. All right. Good stuff. The, um, the new professor who is teaching all the art history courses okay. is uh, Noni's sister. And everybody loves her, and I think she sounds awesome. It's Noni's sister? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's great. I... Terry Boyle. All right. She has a PhD in art history. Then she's qualified to do, do the job. And um, <laughs> she's living uh, at Noni's place. I was say, she's probably living with David and Noni, right? Noni Boyle is an art professor at the university. And she was the... She was, she was the most qualified candidate. No, that's that how it works. Applied. That's what happens. So, did she live? Did she live here normally? I mean, no. She uh, 
usually works at the University of Alberta. Huh, but she's doing this as a sessional? Yeah, yeah why not? I'm, I'm not quite sure why, but... Well, maybe she just wanted maybe to... Maybe she wants to be close to Noni. Yeah, and why not, right? And that's an income and etc. Yada, yada, yada. She's also um, an artist. Great. Like Noni. Okay. Well, Good stuff. That's going to be great. Yeah. I decided I would audit it because it's always good to have this space knowledge. You're not, but you're not paying and to audit I didn't, it, No, no. It's going to show up again. Yeah, I, I already have the course. I thought so. Yeah. Uh, but it was such a... Oh, was this the one you took last year with that guy? Yeah. I didn't learn much, let me tell you. But So he's finished. He quit? Yeah. He quit. Oh, that's a shame. He retired. Excuse me, because he sounded like he was the most boring person in the history of the universe. Well, he's not boring, Settle but he's down. just not teaching what he should be teaching. He's just not teaching. See, that's an important part he of the job. He should be teaching, like, film, um, like television editing, this kind of stuff. Really? Yeah. Why do you say that? That's interesting. Because that's his area of expertise. Oh, is it? Masters, I think. I'm not sure. In film from Queens. Okay. Something like that. But television. Television production. I don't know. Okay. Well, whatever. Settle down. Yeah. Settle down. You used to always say that. You have to figure that out. Um, today I was at the first uh, raising of the rainbow flag at the Civic Center. Right. There were, I don't know, maybe 80 people nice. there. That's good. And I knew a few people. Sure. I was very, very proud. Yeah, sure. Um, to see it fly. Total. However, uh, nobody was there. Uh, it was just the organizer of, of the event, a mm -hmm. young man. Uh, maybe he's 24, okay. 25. Yeah, something like that. Right? Maybe. Maybe younger even. I don't know. He's just uh, he's very he's into poetry and arts and... Such an amazing young man. That's I'm great. so proud of him. No, it's wonderful. He's put all this together. Yeah. Um, they had a huge fair or exhibit at uh, Sioux College with all kinds of tables with like Algomas Family Services, um, women's centers, uh, health. Uh, uh, the Arts Council was there. All kinds of people. Yeah, sure. And it was sponsored by the Steel, the Union of Steel Workers. United Steel Workers, yeah. United Steel Workers. Sure. Uh, the Water Tower Inn. Sure. Because uh, you know what? Turns out gay people have money to spend. 
the the lib library, the public library. Because you know what, gay people read books. Um, state uh, office, uh, Stone's office yeah. supplies on Queen Street. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just the way yeah. it is, right? I'm forgetting one, I think. The Arts Council. So you said that, but yeah. It's uh, no the arts. I said that the arts council was at the uh, oh, at the, the fair, thing. but it it um it was but they were one also of the a sponsor. sponsor. I see. So nobody provincial, nobody municipal. The public library, I guess, well, sort of yeah, yeah. municipal, but it they're probably funded through the province. Yeah. Though I read that the the MP sent uh, a message. Brian Hayes, the yeah. MP, yeah. Yeah, he, he, so he sent a letter. I imagine then that so did the MPP. But he didn't show up. Nobody showed up. It depends on what they had on the go, but yeah. They had, like, urgent uh, pressing uh, well, affairs they may have. to go I mean, to, to attend. Well, you know, they actually work in different cities. Ottawa and Toronto, they don't work here. Yes, but they could send somebody to... Uh, yeah. I to agree. stand for them. I agree. They could have somebody from their office come. Yeah. A councillor could have come. Yes, I agree uh, with that. Too. The even I don't know the fucking secretary. Yeah, no, but I it was just like the security guard who had to do his duty. Um, instead of worrying about the negative things like that, it's no, positive. I know, I know, but I just. And it may really be the case that people had other things they had to do. Though the mayor should have been there. I will grant you that. I find it's a it city event. The mayor should be there. As far as the MP and the MPP, that's a different matter. Though I think they should have been there too. But at least they have, I think, a plausible reason for not being there, which is they, they actually work in a different city. Right? But the mayor, you know, doesn't really have that excuse. <laughs> she lives here. I'm not a big fan of hers. I didn't vote for her the first time. Don't think I'm going to vote for her the next time. Not that many. Only the the gay professors were there. Okay. Nobody else. Well, you know, people have things to do on Saturday afternoon, morning. They really do. And this thing wasn't hugely publicized, right? It's publicized on Facebook. Yeah, well, mostly. well. So? So is, so is the Marshall McLuhan Variety Hour. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, for some reason. I think Anthony's still trying to work that out with them. Um, I just find it disappointing that people are like that. That's all. Like what? Well, I didn't go. You know why I didn't go? Because I was here with John. Well, yeah. Doesn't mean I hate gay people. No, I know that. I couldn't I could have brought you. And then we'd have to be home to get John off to his friend. Saturday friends thing, it would have been crazy. Just because... Uh, so, for example, I didn't go, right? I know that. That doesn't indicate at all that I have any problem with, 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 of with, course with not. the gays. I, in fact, I think... No, when I they, know uh, you know, So I'm just saying that you shouldn't view... It was publicized on Facebook... How many faculty members have Facebook? 
No, I, I, do you know? Because I, I don't know, but it's not as many as. Well, the, I have. It's a lot more than do. One, two, Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. I have at least fourteen okay. that I can think of. And how of. many of them have little kids and stuff that they have to do things with on Saturday morning? Half them. A let's lot just, of let's them. say it's half. Right? So the people. I know that. So I'm just saying that, like, just Saturday morning, just the week after school starts, you know, you shouldn't take it. 80 people the first time out in a town this size is not bad. It's not bad at all. And it's awesome. And I th it's got positive. I'll tell you something. There's nothing. I looked on, on, on suetoday.com, uh, the website that is basically our local newspaper because our local newspapers pile of shit. Um, all of the comments are all positive. All of them. Because Sue Today has gone to using Facebook commenting instead of people being able to just log in as some stupid username. Mm. And suddenly all the haters are gone. Because um, they read, see, it's interesting because people realize it's socially unacceptable to spew hate. There's a lot fewer people complaining about the damned Indians and a lot fewer people complaining about the faggots. <laughs> it's really improved. But yeah, I mean, I think it's great. And it's the first year it was done. It was not public. I didn't know, except that you told me I didn't hear about it. And I basically am social media in this town. I heard it through a friend. I heard it from It right came back. through my my page. came on your, on your feed, yeah? Yeah. Well, that's fine. It didn't show up on my then feed. Then I wasn't sure if I would go. I, I wasn't sure if... What we were doing or yeah. whatever. When they raised the flag, did everyone say, Fabulous! I think it's excellent. I, I think it's great. I, and, and, and that guy who did that, he's, he's uh, seems like a decent guy. I mean, guy. it's a whole big uh, weekend of all yeah. kinds of things that they're but, doing. But it's the first time they've done it. So you have to remember, the first time there's a rib fest, <laughs> everybody goes. You yeah. Know. So, you know. They had a, a dance last night. Okay. And 150 people showed up. There you go. That's wonderful. That's great. I, I guess it was kind of early, too. Yeah. It's yeah. 9 o'clock on a Saturday morning. Yeah. And people are going, are having their last weekend at their at their camp. They're having yeah. their last weekend camping. Yeah. It's the weekend just after elementary school started and high school started. So people are scrambling to do things like buy their kids school supplies and underwear in, inside gym shoes. Oh, that reminds me. I have to buy um, a compass set. Oh, right. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll do that tomorrow. Okay. You can find those almost anywhere. You don't just use apps then? Some kind of app. 
Yeah, he probably has an app for that. I can't think of how you could have an app for a program. They have um, this new little thing. It's you. It's, it's like a stand with a little reader. It's like a like almost like a connect for your iPad. Mm -hmm. It goes on top and okay. it reads like your like stuff in front of you, like the table. Yeah, yeah. Your hand, it it computes whatever, uh, how you move objects. Yeah, well, I'd like to see and that it, actually. It, I'm it matches <laughs> with the uh, with the games. I'm sure they're they're not uh, perfect no, all the that's time. Yeah. Biggest problem with any of those things is lag. I mean, the Connect is pretty good for lag. There's hardly any lag in the Connect. Yeah. You know, it's, it's actually pretty amazing. Um, mm. I've played the Nintendo Wii and I found it a little laggy. Just enough lag. Like it's, it's, it's only 100 milliseconds or not even, like 50 milliseconds, so a 20th of a second laggy, but that's enough that you notice it. Mm. And when you notice it, it takes you out of the game. Like when you're playing a game, you should be able to, if I pull the joystick left, I look left. Mm -hmm. That should just happen. I shouldn't mm -hmm. have to do that and then wait even a 20th of a second for it to happen because I'll notice that. And yeah. it takes me out of the experience, right? Like playing a, a good video game is a piece of entertainment to me. It's it's, it's, it's more like a lifestyle. <laughs> it's more like well, no, they're like movies, right? Not not the sports games, but the story games. The, the, you know, like the, I just finished Watch Dogs. I purposely did all the side missions. I got the game in at the uh, in June. I finished it in September, and I took that long because I wanted to savor the experience. And there were a couple of times in that story when I cried. They were very moving moments in the story. And at the end of the game, I had a choice to make. To either kill a guy or not. And then... You killed him, didn't no, you? No, I let him walk. I let him walk. Because the guy who's the main character, I played him like a good guy. So be consistent with his... No, he killed people. It would be consistent with his character to let him go. And also... Either the character that in the game says uh, it's better to let him suffer for the rest of his life, <laughs> knowing what he's done. So, um, but anyway, um, yes, I mean I was worried about those kind of things. And the the connect, I've played it in, in I've used it in games where uh, in the basketball game you can yell things to your team. Like you would yell playing basketball, and they do them. So you're playing NBA 2K14, for example, the game that John got for Christmas, and um, you yell something like "post up," and then a guy goes and posts up down low, and it's it's really pretty cool. Like that's because that's exactly what you would do in a game. Um, and I've used it's also in uh, what else? Oh, in Splinter Cell, when you want to attract somebody over to look over at you then you knock him out hey come here and the guy turns around what's what <laughs> so that's kind of neat but <clears throat> but yes I mean you, you were you're right people see people people are out doing things it's a what are, we're getting to the point where you know nice weekends and it's a, it's, it's a nice weekend too the weather forecast is good so people have gone up to their camps they've gone up or, or you know, people here say camps instead of cottages They've gone, you know, camping. In fact, I was thinking this morning, you know, we, if we could just get up to Pancake Bay for one night, 
Because <laughs> it's like, the trailer's ready to go, you know. But did I leave the light on in there? Yeah, I did. Um, yeah, but, but, um, so, it's just not enjoyable and you go camping and you know you gotta come back. What, the next day? And work. Because I'm gonna be, oh my god. Gonna be teaching and taking courses. Yeah, yeah. That's well, your thing. So. See, these I, are the wish, last two I wish. I wish I didn't so. have to teach, but yeah. it's the only job I have. Yeah, it keeps your chops up too, because you're good at it, and it's good for the school that you teach. And it's good. You know, I think it's good for your mind to teach. It tortures me. Because you, like, you worry too much about the students. Yeah, but screw them. I can't do that. I, I can. I've never been able to to think. Screw you. I don't. Mean, I have a bubble in my throat. Second. <clears throat> I want to do a good job. And of course, you want to do I a good job. I feel like saying screw you to what they want is not is not me doing a bad job. Saying screw you to what they want realizes that you're the expert and they're not. That's what it is. It's also a pretty, think about it, it's a pretty forgiving gig as far as like your hours you have to put in, like the times, you know? No, oh, I know that. So those kind of things are good too, so keep that in mind. Oh, I know. I know, I'm, I'm the least qualified person teaching. Stop saying that. You know, one day I'm going to actually get really pissed off at you for saying things like that. Because it just, it, it bu bugs me at, uh, to levels that you can't even fathom when you sit there and downgrade yourself. But I don't... Uh, I, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know anything about teaching French. I know. You have a certification I of know. teaching French as a second language. I know. I know that. Yeah, but I'm stupid, and I don't know how to do it, and I, you know, uh... No, stop it! You're driving me crazy with that bullshit. you got to not do that. See, this is me being the supportive husband. Did you hear that, folks? Dear listener? Yeah? Yeah? All right. A lot of authenticity in that fire. Yeah? But yeah, um... I think I've got it figured out. Like, I think I, I will be do, I'll be doing a good job, but... I know you do a good job. It's going you get to good be a ratings. little bit different them. this time, because we're going to follow a, a textbook a little bit close. Yeah. You know? You you don't. You paraphrase I also I also don't teach... You don't follow... I don't teach first or second. But this is going to be like a class where we follow the textbook, we follow the exercises in the textbook. They'll like that. They're, they're first year students, they'll like that. I think so too. You know. that's, that's why I picked that. Because when you get that first year, like that. the better students don't want you following the textbook. They, they want you, you know, adding to the textbook. But in first yeah. year, most people want, because that's what they had in high school. Mm -hmm. And frankly, you're teaching French grammar, right? Is that it? No, communication. It's communication. Um, so I will add. 
Yeah, um, exactly. I thought because I never get a chance to talk about my culture at all, I figured, well, why don't I talk about Quebec and well, yeah, and course. where I come from and yeah, treat it as if I'm I'm from England or I'm from uh, China or Japan. Treat it like some kind of by God, it is the Japan's because it it feels like people don't don't know Quebec and they view it as. Excuse me. Well, over there in Montreal, you know, like... Yeah, you can drink at 18 and there's a lot of, lot of titty bars. <laughs> they don't know much about Quebec and... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I went there on a high school trip once. Not a Franco-Ontarian. No, that's right. So, Which is a different cultural thing altogether. Yeah. So, but I, I thought as well, since I'm from there and it's my culture... Yeah, why not? Why don't I share it? So, I think that's a good idea. I've um, I've brought in uh, at each lecture I've put in at the end like a cultural moment. That's where, neat. Uh, well, the first thing I'm going to talk. The first chapter is about love and friendship, but mostly about love and marriage. And huh relationships okay and marriage around the world okay and um so you're gonna show our wedding videos at the end of <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> keep talking i'm just gonna make myself a drink i, I can hear you okay um, i can totally hear you i found a um video of um professor talking about the history of Les Filles du Roi. Oh, right, sure. And uh, I thought this would be a nice introduction to the history of Quebec. And, uh, well, they probably know all this, but... Probably not. I don't know if they know it. I don't know if, you know, what they know, but... Uh, surprised how who knows what they know but I think a lot of people don't pay a lot of attention in history class even when they are taught stuff but I doubt they learned a lot about that I may be wrong yeah, well, but that's yeah. see that's neat that's very cool and then uh, in another oh tell people that yes. would that are listening what the the feed de roi are or what oh the feed de roi well the uh Colonies were um, in uh, between 16, <clears throat> excuse me, 40, 16, 60. They were the uh, France was trying to establish a permanent colony in, in you're, New France. You're in New France. 1603, uh, 1608, uh, 1608, 1609, Champ- Champlain, of, um, right? Quebec, City Quebec City by Champlain. Yeah. 1604 was Louis Beau. Yeah, in, in Nova Scotia. Yeah. In what became Nova Scotia. They had a lot of uh, soldiers from the Regiment Calière. Okay. Um, and uh, they married 
some of them came some people came with with their wives like some colon yeah. colonizers came with their wives but um all these soldiers were here and uh they they didn't they didn't have anybody to marry so um it was like they, 10 to 1 or 20 to 1 men to women or something to the population at the time, right? They, they gathered uh, orphan girls and um, gave them money and um, like uh, um, une dot, like um, uh, dowry, dowry, <laughs> dowry money right word. To, to get married with their chest, Yeah. like uh, a chest of stuff. In, yep. in there, a trousseau, it's called, mm -hmm. and um, they um, educated them as much, I guess, as they could be educated, and sent them over to get married. Yeah. I don't know how it was done. Like to get married, in other words, they it. brought them over, sort of sold them to men. <laughs> um. <laughs> I know that some of them were as young as twelve. Yeah, sure. Well, of course. But again, at the time, people did get married that young. I'm not saying it's a good thing, <laughs> but it's it's not that different than probably what it was like in uh, for a 12 year old girl in, in Saudi Arabia or today. Yeah, <laughs> or but Afghanistan. I, yeah, I'm not talking about that. Or Pakistan. You know, Pakistan. They get married babies in Pakistan. Fucking asshole. But there's many reasons I can never run for office, and it's things me saying things like that. Um, <laughs> Even though it's true, but uh, but yeah, so they brought these girls over, girls and young women, over mm -hmm. to, uh, to to basically have the guys to have somebody I to marry. I think it was up to seven hundred women. That yeah, that's probably about right because the population of New France at the time uh, mm -hmm. of the colonists and the soldiers wouldn't have been a whole lot more than that. You know, it would have been maybe a thousand people. You know. Uh, yeah. Well, that's a cool idea. See, she's going to talk about that. A neat bit of history. They may not know. Mm. So that's cool. Well, it's a good idea. So you're going to have a little cultural touchstone at the end of each lecture. Yeah. You're going to talk about Rocket Richard? Well, when it comes to um, huh? Huh? a subject that... Like Gila Fleur. Yeah. Patrick what? I, I would talk about... What I would do probably is talk about the, um, the riots. I think the riots and also Richard... You know, the way he was treated by the rest of the league. Because yeah. he was a Francophone super superstar. I mean, he mm -hmm. was treated like shit, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's a great top, right? Or, or what about the night that Patrick Watt left the Canadians, 1995? Was that? Uh, there is also <laughs> a movie about Mother Chang in French. I've seen the movie. I've seen it in However, English, too. Yeah. I don't know where it's I really could, good. How, where they could is find it. On, it. Is it on Netflix? I don't think so. Well, no, wait a second. You tell Ken, the good Ken Herndon, tell him to order it for the French department on DVD. You can't find things on DVD anymore, right? Oh, Ken can. He's brilliant. He's a Ken librarian. Ken can. He's a librarian. He finds anything. Okay. It's called The Rocket, right? The name of the book, of the movie? I think so. Yeah. So you just find it. I'm sure it's easily available. It was a big time movie. No movie of DVD or Blu-ray. And then you get a, and then tell Ken, and then he'll order it. 
just ask Celia if, if you know the head of the department if it's reasonable to expense, but she would say yes. I'm sure it's twenty bucks. We go to movies all the time. I'm gonna next week, I, my evolutionary psychology class, the first two classes, we watch Walking with Cavemen. <laughs> it's what we do. It's awesome. Well, yeah, there, so. there's already like. Um... By the way, that sound in the background is apples falling from our apple tree. So if you wanted to discover gravity, go sit underneath there. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> there's, a, there's about um, a million apples 20, in our apple tree. Um, <laughs> films available in French at the, the library but there, right now. But there could be more, like Tell Ken about the rocket movie. Yeah. All you have to do is find the Amazon link mm-hmm. and email it to him and say, just buy this. From the, could you, can you, the library, buy this? Just try that. He'll often go, okay. He's got, okay. a, he's got a budget for buying shit. That's, that's kind of what he does. You know, because it would be that would be a great thing to show to actually show them too. What? I don't think people outside Quebec realize what Rocket Richard meant to Francophone Quebecers, Anglophones too, but really to, to especially to French-speaking Quebecers in 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 the 1950s and 40s. Like I don't think people get that. Mm-hmm. You know, and that the league was all run by Anglophones. Mm. And I mean, there's a part in the movie, and this happened. Where he's being held by a referee and a guy from Boston punches him and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Like, shit like that went down back then. Kind of like what happens to P.K. Subban now because he's black. But, um, it, it's really, it's a, it's a good movie. I've seen the movie. It's really well done. It's really yeah. well done. The guy doesn't look enough like, he's not as big as Richard, so it, it, no. it kind of doesn't quite work, but, um, but it's, it's damn good. I think you should watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen it. <clears throat> but um, in my course, they have to watch two movies and okay. do, write a comparative uh, essay. That's a fine idea. Good stuff. And what, So you're sitting in on the course in um, art history. Yeah. You're taking painting three. Yeah. Okay. And modernism. What's modernism? Art history. Modernism oh. okay. in art history with Terry Boyle. Okay. Very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Well, I'm teaching uh, evolutionary psych, as I mentioned, uh, and I'm teaching uh, learning, uh, the most boring of all courses. Uh, for most of the students. I, I like this stuff. I like it until it gets about a th- two-thirds of the way through the course. No, halfway through. Then I hate about... There's a, there's a section that's about a fifth of it long, maybe a little more than that, about Skinner. It's, it's fucking boring. Why? Because it's boring. It's uninteresting. It's just description. It's just description. So, when you do this, the bird does this. <laughs> so when you give the bird a piece of food every tenth time it pecks a key the responding looks like this you draw a fucking graph it's boring as shit like the classical conditioning stuff Pavlov is great there's a, mathematic, there's a couple of mathemat- competing mathematical models so you can I, I, there's like we do problems we do like word problems so we're, we're working out things on the board and, and of course I have fun with that because I'm doing math in my head and students are like how did you do that how did you divide 13 by 2 and know how to do it without a calculator? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. I'm a fucking 
person who can who's sentient. Um, six point one six point five. That would be twelve point three then, huh? No, six point five. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> six point one five. As we know, point one five and point one five is one on planet Isabel. Um, but anyway, um, so and then it gets at the end, at the very end, it gets to animal cognition, which I really like because it's like my area. It's what I was trying to, and then brain and behavior, which I've taught a lot. This year, I think I'm going to have a countdown calendar of how long until my sabbatical. <laughs> <laughs> With X's? No, I think just I think I'm going to put a thing on my door that just says, 12 more weeks, 11 more weeks, things like that. So, I got that going for me. Um, so, those are the three I'm teaching. Uh, I'm, I'm not department chair anymore, which is good because it's... Uh, backed off that it feels good to not have to do that on the other hand five thesis students but it looks good but that's exciting that's fun um, that should be a good time so I'm looking forward to the year uh, in that respect uh, I'm not on a whole lot of committees the committees I'm on I, I'm, I'm happy with I'm with people that I get along with though I get along with almost everybody at work I don't like everybody at work but I get along with them yeah. There's a. I can separate not. I can separate actually vehemently disliking people and actually working with them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I, I, it's not that bad. Um, I'm in pretty good shape that way. Because um, I have this thing that's called common human decency, so I'm civil to people. Uh, it was uh, Churchill, right? He said, uh, "We can disagree, but let's not let us not be disagreeable." Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah. <clears throat> It'd be nice if more people did that. I try. I really try. I do my level best. Um, but, uh, and our, our vice president academic uh, has left the building. So there's going to be a replacement for the vice president academic, which is kind of interesting. Uh, the president has is going to quit on, well, he's not going to have a second term. If if nominated, he will not stand. If elected, he will not serve. So he's uh, going to be done, done at the end of July, uh, June 2015. And we have a new dean on the 1st of January. Big changing of the guard up at the U. So we'll see what happens. Hmm. I think I'm still on the council in Carroll Universities. Nobody's told me different. <laughs> so I'll probably be down in Toronto for a few meetings this year. Um, so Will you be on the, uh, oh, what's it called again? The appeal? Uh, I'm still on the appeals committee. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one. You're doing something very consequential. Because that's when students are appealing. It's not appealing grades. It's it's uh, it's when there are things like they've been put on academic probation. Mm-hmm. And they're appealing those things. Or... If they've got a, a failing grade and they say, well, I wasn't given any feedback, so I couldn't drop the course before I found out I was doing poorly. That happens. Like, for example, like in your class, you have to make sure you give people some feedback before the drop date. Mm-hmm. 
Because if when's you, the drop date? Oh, in October? it's in October sometime. Just make sure you give people some feedback before the drop date. Mm-hmm. Which I know you do. I know mm-hmm. I do. Most people do. But some people don't. Some people are like, well, if the midterms at the end of October, it's like, what? Wait. How do they even know how they're doing? Now, a smart kid knows when they're doing dumb, doing poorly. Problem is, smart kids don't tend to do poorly. <laughs> so the kids that are kind of slow, that's like, oh Christ, I should drop this class. They don't know. So what happens is, if if you don't give them, if the prof doesn't give them any feedback, they um, then they don't know. It's like, oh God, I should have dropped this class. Mm-hmm. But they don't. So we let them get the F removed from their their grades. Things like that happen. The midterm scheduled for October 23rd, is that? Is there any other stuff that's going to be marked on them before then? Um, not really. I'm going to look at their um, exercise books. Give them some so kind of grade from them. Grade yeah. something. Just make yeah. sure you're grading something. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they go... Just think about this if you were in the class. Would you want to wait till there was only a month left? Of, well, five no. weeks left of school to find mm-hmm. out how you're doing? No. You'd want to have an idea. Mm-hmm. Also, it helps you because then you can spot people who are having some trouble and give them a hand. So it's better for everybody if you start having things earlier. I Maybe think, I should mm-hmm. give them a midterm earlier then. You could do or a couple of quizzes. Just something. Mm. <clears throat> Make sure they're getting some feedback. You know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's that kind of thing. So I'm on that committee, and that's a good committee. There's other things that it, I can't say anything specific because everything in the, those meetings is in confidence. <clears throat> in fact, we don't even keep minutes. It's the only committee at the university that doesn't keep minutes because it's all com- strictly confidential. Um, we vote on everything, and we actually we don't vote. We go by consensus. We come up with a yes, let the person back in the university, but they can only take nine credits. Things like that. For the term, uh, that's not uncommon. People apply to get back in after they've had academic probation, um, <clears throat> or if they've been kicked out. Like, because if you your grades are bad enough, we just tell you to you show you the door, right? Um, but let's say you have extenuating circumstances, so you have something like, you know, and we hear these things like. And I'll, I'll make up a composite case here. These, this isn't a real one. Um, I've been asked to withdraw for a year. Uh, I had a really tough year last year. I was diagnosed with depression, and my mother died. Now, you have to be really cold, eh? You have to say, is there a doctor's note showing the depression? Is there a death certificate for the mom being dead? Like, we have to know that. Because people will lie. <laughs> now, don't necessarily death certificate. You might just say, is there an obituary? But for the depression, oh, we need a doctor's note. Right? And it can't, <laughs> and it can't be things like, I'd like to remove the Fs from my records because I was sick last term. And then you look and you go, yeah, but he got two 73s and then three Fs. So... His grades were not affected in the courses where he got 73. <laughs> so you can't do that. But we do see things like, for example, people have had a rough time. And we really are pretty fair with those people. You know, we say, yo, Christ, oh, poor. And we usually say things like, 
let them back in, but don't make, let them take a full course load because they're going to have to readjust. So that they can take at ma maximum four courses instead of five. Things like that. So that's the kind of thing that goes on. And then there are people that are scamming us. And I won't, again, use an actual case. But we do get things like, uh, <clears throat> uh, well, my brother got hit by a car, so uh, I had to go take care of him. And then you get a thing that shows the brother was hit by a car. Turns out, though, that he got hit by the car after the term was over and the exams were done. So you're saying that it somehow affected your grades in the past? We see things like that. You look. We all laugh. I mean, you don't want to laugh at people whose brother was hit by a car because yeah. you feel bad for the brother. But you're like, you, you, do you think we're that dumb? It's more that response. It's like, how stupid do you think we are? Sitting around this table, there are two people with PhDs, a person with an MBA, and a person with an MA. Do you think we're that dumb? Really? <laughs> so, anyway, it's kind of... Uh, that's a good committee. I, yeah, we actually get stuff done. Every single meeting, stuff gets done. And I'm on the science division, and I'm not on Senate anymore. And this pleases the shit out of me. Because I, I, I hate it. Like, I hate it. I thought everybody had to go to Senate. No. Everybody, people can go to Senate that aren't, aren't senators, but I'm not going to go. I'm just not going to go. I don't want to. I can't stand it. So. And you can't tell me what to do. I have tenure. <laughs> so I'm not going to go. Fuck off. There was a time when every, every faculty member was on Senate. There was a time. Before we were independent. It has now changed. Which is good. It is very, 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 very good. So yeah, that's my, my term coming up. And like I said, I think I'll be counting the, counting the days until my sabbatical. But, uh, which should, I mean, I'm looking forward to that, tonight, no doubt. Uh, I think it'll be exciting and fun. <clears throat> I did my uh, jellies and my jams. Yes. And uh, I'm just crossing my fingers that my jelly will work. I did exactly what it asked me to do. Yes. Yeah, you're making jam and jelly from fruit from our backyard, from our, our, from our tree. From, I was making choke cherry jam, uh, jelly, but I crushed some of the seeds and there, there could be... Uh, cyanide in in those seeds. Yeah, that's right. So <laughs> be careful with those things. I don't I read it all. That. It was so nice. Well, just next, next year, take a little more care and you can and use it them. It smelled lovely it and did it smell tasted good. great. It did smell good. And you didn't die. No, I tasted it. Of course, I didn't crush that many, but I did put some in the... Um, Mortal, mortal, mm, ah, mortar and pestle. Mortar and pestle. Yeah. Because I'd forgotten. About the crushing. About the crushing. You're not supposed <laughs> the to. the deadly, deadly but crushing. I was trying to uh, 
to soften them a little bit because I had to squeeze them through um, cheesecloth. Cheesecloth, yeah. And they're uh, a lot of hard work. I even had a blister. Oh shit! Really? In my yeah, in the inside of my thumb oh, here from Christ. squeezing so <laughs> much. Bitch, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's pretty. That's serious shit. So, so then I thought, oh my god, I better do something else. So. I grabbed the gooseberries that I picked in uh, Alana's garden. There you go. And uh, I used pectin, <clears> liquid <throat> pectin. Yep. And uh, it said to stir for five minutes. I didn't stir for five minutes, oh, so I, st I stirred maybe for... Ten seconds? One minute. Yeah, see, this is chemistry. <laughs> this isn't like making jam or things like that. This isn't like... Oh well, I'm I just gonna do my own recipe. No, this is chemistry. This is chemistry. You're doing things with enzymes and setting up lattices of things. Yeah. I'm using the technical terms there, obviously. So I went and bought more yeah, yeah. and reboiled it and tried it again. Yeah. Oh, eventually I hope it if you works. keep having to reboil it, it'll eventually re reduce down to a a very thick syrup. <laughs> Might be great on pancakes. <laughs> no, because it's too um, it's too sour. It's, it's like sour, cranberries yeah. almost. Oh, really? Well, not not like not, not cranberries, cranberries, but, but yeah, yeah. But it's it's in that. Yeah. It lives. It li yeah, it lives in that world. Okay. So. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I, I just hope. So I, w I really wanted to do a good job to be able to give some to people. Yeah. You know, because yeah. it's from her garden. Well, you know, see, that's where you should have made some of that poison jam. Because I, I got people you give it to. I got my list of people I want to die. Here, here's some poison. Oh, I shouldn't have told you it was poison. You should have some of this poison jam. It's great poison. No, have some right now. It said it it could be poisonous in great quantity. Yeah, well. But I didn't didn't want to take the chance. Fair enough. Because I didn't know anything. From no, that's it, like so. you know, um, if you eat enough almonds, like a lot of almonds, because there's cyanide in almonds, eh? And cherry pits, and peach pits. Mm -hmm. Like if you eat enough, like and you got to eat lots, but now there are a kind of wild almond that you eat 15 almonds and you're dead. <laughs> yeah. Now, there are other almonds, like the kind we normally eat. Um, you'd have to eat, like, five, eight pounds. You, just, you can't eat that many. You'd get... You'd be puking before you ate that many. Or, like, cashews, right? Like, you know why we don't ever have cashews in the... in the... in the shell? Because the shells are... Shells are deadly poison. Yeah. <laughs> like, when, the, when they harvest cashews... Uh, and they take the shells off. Like people are wearing gas masks and and gloves and the whole thing, because like it'll just kill you. The, do they make mace from that, or is it from the the shell of nutmeg? Shell of nutmeg, I think. Mm. Yeah. The apples are falling. They're falling at the a tremendous rate. The apples are falling. Yes, gravity still works. That tree has about a million apples in it. Million, but there's it, easily a, them up. there is easily a thousand apples in that tree every year, and they aren't that good. 
that you can probably you can bake with them. Cooked. You can bake, yeah, because you, you can cook them down. Yeah. I made jam with them. Yeah. And my jam is good. Yeah, it oh, smells good. good. Yeah. yeah. You should taste the jam. I have tasted it because you had one jar left out that. Uh, there goes oh. another one. You had one jar left out that uh, you didn't put the top on properly, and I picked it up and it just spilled everywhere. So I, oh. t- I tasted it. <laughs> oh. I tasted it. No, it tastes good. It tastes good. Yeah, you make pies and shit, but I mean, eventually, it's like, that's a big apple tree. That's like a 30-foot-high apple tree. If they I'm were those... trying to collect them for the fallen fruit people. They told me that Is that related to gay pride them. at all? Or? <laughs> Thank you. It's a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> yeah, they'll take them, right? Yeah, but I don't know why. I'll, uh email them let them know that I have lots of apples I've collected them yeah they don't like crab apples they're proper apples but they're just little green apples yeah. <clears throat> and you know God didn't make great little green apples and they don't leave them in Indianapolis in the summertime you have no idea what I'm talking about um anyway well, perhaps are you, yes are you stuffed up from allergies uh, it's either that or it's the fire but I know whenever we go camping, I'm sitting around the fire, and I always end up with a smoke. I wake up in the morning feeling like I've smoked three and a half packs of Players Flames. It's like, <clears throat> yeah, I really am getting stuffed up. It must be allergies, because what the hell? Well, you know what? It's cut grass. Mm. I mowed the lawn today, the mm. front and the back lawn, and uh, I'm, I have a, an allergy. I have like a hay fever, and it, it was always bad mowing the lawn. I did it as a kid because I was the oldest kid, so I always loved the goddamn lawn. Uh, and then when we, <clears throat> you know, got houses, I would tip, typically me off with you as well. Um, but I, I did it today. <laughs> it's uh, it's now to the point when I mow the lawn that when I'm finished, this is the biggest backyard we ever had, right? Bigger than no, the, the no. The one in Newfoundland was bigger. But it wasn't this wide. Mm, fairly. I think it's about the same fairly size. Fairly close, so yeah. Same size. It was, it was wide like this. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> but we had no front. That's right. There was basically no front yard in Cornerbrook. Mm-hmm. It was just a couple of weeds. Like, there was no... So, I'm mowing the lawn. And it's got to the point now where what happens is... Uh, I end up with hives all over my body, <laughs> and, and I'm hot. And it was now it was only about 19 degrees today, but I was soaking with sweat because it, it's it's hard work going up and down. It's it's not hilly, but you know a couple places in the front especially. But it's just like I have this allergy allergic reaction to cut grass, and all over my legs are like little red dots. My face was I hot. Saw it. Like, it was like, I felt like I was sunburned. And I was out here for maybe 40 minutes, so I mean, but I was pretty careful, I'm pretty careful in the sun, of course. But, uh, yeah, it was, like I could feel, you could have cooked an egg on my face. And I was all stuffed up, and that's probably what this is, this is probably why I'm all congested, it's probably because of the, uh, I'm super, I just mowed the lawn today, so that's probably all it is. You're doing a good job, though. Of what? Mowing. Well, how hard can it be? You just, whoa. 
<laughs> it's hard. I did it for so long. And it's well. It's also it's a bigger lawnmower that we got last year. Like it's it's twenty. It's a twenty inch base lawnmower. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I noticed that it takes less time. It's a shit ton less time. And it's also it's, no cord. To, it's cordless electric, yeah. so you you it's got lithium ion batteries. So when you run it, uh, you can run basically. We can do both the front and the backyard on one charge. I did some touching up, in fact, this evening on a single battery, not two batteries, because everyone's inside charging. But it, it's, yeah, so it's a lot easier to work with. I don't like working with gas lawnmowers because I hate putting gas in things. Mm -hmm. Because I'm, uh, I'm frightened of exploding liquids. Yeah. It's just the thing. Yeah. It, the point you of... Want, those... Do you want to go in? Soon enough, yeah. Because you're, you're all stuffed up. Soon enough. Uh, we should probably then, uh, maybe we should wrap it up. So Isabel, we should uh, we should we'll keep up uh, things uh, keep, uh, keep us updated in the course. Uh, also, um, thanks to Rachel for commenting. She you know I had a little discussion about religion versus science, where we both agreed that people disagreeing with science because of their religion are probably wasting their time. Just like really disagreeing with religion because of science is probably wasting your time. They they do different things. So that was good. It's always fun to hear from Rachel. Um, we got, we got, let's see, MMD, uh, Adam Gratrix, and uh, who else? Oh, Jackie, you know this person? She's an artist in town. She, she favorited when I said, I'm going to make a podcast by the back, in the backyard tonight. And she follows me on Twitter. So you know what it's going to be. Yeah, I know her. Can't stand her. Um, no. <laughs> here we go. We got favored by O. Jason from up in the spring in, in, in Tennessee. And uh, also Jackie Janice. She's an artist in town. And she follows me on Twitter. I wonder if that's the woman who was at the Fresh Paint... Uh... Here, I'll show you her picture because I got it on Twitter. That's her. Oh, that wasn't her. Okay, you recognize um, her? We're, talk we're talking I'm about you. Sure. Yeah? Huh? Social media. <laughs> I'm not sure. I might have met her. Anyway, so she uh, she also That's favored that. Really nice. She's also I got her to listen to uh, Marshall McLuhan because um, I think I convinced her that clerk.me was a real thing for a while. And then I sent her a direct message saying, I hope you realize this is a parody. And the nice thing was, she said, I didn't think anything funny ever came out of the Sioux. Thanks for doing this. <laughs> She's from here, so that's so she can say that. Um, so it was... It was uh, and we mentioned her on McLuhan the other night. Because I said, well, she's an, a new listener. Anyway, uh, so thanks everybody for listening. You can follow me at, uh, on Twitter at TheBroadback. You can follow Isabel on Twitter at MinutePetitPoit. And we will see you in the future. Probably not sitting by a fire and probably not in the backyard. Because the next time we record, it might be like fucking Halloween. <laughs> Papa, il vend du latin, latin et lavage.
pacific my baby under the stormy sky Stormy night, I hear the whipper will cry. 